Welcome to Entrepreneurs in Progress, a podcast about entrepreneurs figuring out how to be successful in real time. I'm Lauren Kemp. And I'm Bridget Price. And we're two entrepreneurs who have built businesses that bring in $300,000 and $700,000 in revenue per year and started some businesses that have lost a few thousand too. We're sharing our experiences of what the entrepreneurship journey is really like to help you become confident, successful entrepreneurs faster than we did. Today we're answering, what do you need to do to set up your business? If you build it, the money will come, right? <laughs> well, hopefully, but you do need to get your shit together first. You start with a general idea of what you need to do to get set up, but as you go down the rabbit hole, you realize there's a lot more you need to think about and execute. What things do you need to consider? Why does it take so long to get started? And what do you actually need to set up? These are all questions we answer as Bridget and I share our experience getting our businesses set up. Let's get started. Bridget, can you tell us about what it was like setting up your businesses? Yeah, so this is a loaded question. <laughs> but for the interest of time, I'll start with our current business made easy. I won't go back to all the other ones. <laughs> and quite frankly, I had little to nothing to do with setting up our business. Marcus had everything ready. And when he finally told me he was starting this damn company, I was like, oh my God. But he had laid all the groundwork. So for him, he started with following a blueprint that I speak so often about. And that blueprint was to get everything up and running in 27 days or less. Now, because Marcus is working full time, this was really like four months, but still faster mm -hmm. than any other business he started. And the reason for that delay is he was still hesitant about jumping the gun. I think he got everything set up in 27 mm -hmm. days, but pulling the trigger took about four months. So he started with the name, logo, and then the website. That's the initial kind of start to this process. Yeah. Following that, he worked on establishing the right prices, hiring, and then documenting processes. This business is unique in that most people start businesses and are expected to do the work that they are selling. So for example, if you operate a hair salon, you're probably doing hair. If you own a construction company, you're probably doing some construction. Marcus was going to operate this business without doing any cleaning. So the setup had to be flawless. And that is really hard to pull off when you are desperate for customers. Mm -hmm. All of the pieces have to be aligned and you can't get too far ahead because if you launch before you're ready, there's no one there to do the work. And that's what happened when he first launched the cleaning service back in 2016. He had everything set up and got everything done in that 27 days or less had contractors ready to go, but no work. Where I come in is the moment where we had our first customer call to book an appointment. And this is when I was hastily introduced to Made Easy. <laughs> Basically, he called me and I was on a vacation with a friend and he was slightly <laughs> frantic. I'm like, what's going on? And he's like, this customer has an interesting ask and I just don't know how to handle it right now. Like, He basically passed me the phone. Now we weren't together, so... <laughs> He actually had me download the business phone app and <laughs> got straight to work. Like I had no idea like, what services we were really offering at the time. I didn't know what the hell. And it was clear to me that this man needed my fucking help. And he was still in the process of setting everything up. So that's when we had a conversation about this business and this partnership. And that's when I said, okay, I'm working with you. That's it. Like this isn't me dipping my toe in and I frantically... Yeah handle this customer call. And then you take it from there. I was like, no, we're going to work on this together. And I started working with him and in that process, finishing up the initial setup of getting this business up and running. 
I'm blown away that he just threw you in blind. <laughs> like, yes. like, I cannot imagine if Brian tried to pull that <laughs> shit with me. I would have been like, no. Yeah, hell what no. Well, like, it would more likely be the other way around because I'm more like Marcus and Brian's more like Bridget and I, I would not know what to do. <laughs> like, I would not want to handle like the customer facing side. So I would probably be the one frantically calling. Hey, yeah. Girl, please help me. <laughs> it was so ridiculous, Lauren, because as I'm downloading Ring Central on my phone, I'm in a car. Like, <laughs> yeah. I literally, you hear the mm -hmm. wind from all the cars and stuff. Yeah. And I'm like, oh my God, I cannot believe I'm calling this customer. But Marcus thought, <laughs> you have customer service experience. You know how to talk mm -hmm. to people. Just <laughs> figure out what she wants and then tell her we can do it. And then so that's how it happened. And girl, my friend was looking at me all crazy. Like, what the hell is going on over here? She's mm -hmm. hearing all of this take place and i'm like how do i explain this <laughs> what just happened i'm business we're starting you know yeah he literally just threw my ass in <laughs> oh my god i jumped in hilarious so what things do you think about and consider when you're setting up a new business i only think about the money <laughs> <laughs> okay that was really when i was a younger entrepreneur now i do think about like the pricing the marketing strategy client acquisition building great processes from the beginning and ease of use this is why marcus called me and asked me to handle this customer call <laughs> i'm great at like jumping in last minute i do well under pressure which therapy has taught me probably is not a good thing <laughs> just like the pressure adds to anxiety mm. and all of that working under pressure it's a kind of a myth we tell ourselves mm -hmm. conversation for another day um <laughs> but in any case that's one of the reasons he thought to call me he knew i would be mm -hmm. able to handle it mm -hmm. but marcus is really great at building processes and he's really great at following a structure and so now as a more experienced entrepreneur i think about that stuff i don't mm -hmm. think about just the money and it's hard to even think about the money without having all of that set up. So mm -hmm. in terms of ease of use, I never want a super complicated business. I like easy businesses because they're easier to communicate and sell. Because I am more experienced, I also think about the people who I need to work with. And mm -hmm. I want to be better about outsourcing help. You know, delegation has been the name of the game for me in the last year and a half. And I yeah. see how freeing it is to have my time back to myself and thinking more high level and strategically about how to grow our business mm -hmm. what about you there are so many things to consider and i think you listed off a good amount of them what it boils down to is our basic strategy and the infrastructure so what are we going to sell mm -hmm. how are we going to sell it and mm -hmm. what do we need to run the business? They kind of catch all um, a lot of the things that you mentioned, but yeah, basic strategy, infrastructure, that's what we think about when we're setting up a business. Yeah, and I would say sometimes you're not even thinking about it in that linear way. You're yeah. not thinking about this from A, B, C, D, E, you're just instinctually doing it all. And sometimes it takes a minute for you to get everything together and make it coordinate well and realize that you are setting up the structure to your business. But it is nice to have some type of structure or plan in place so you have most of those key elements there before you're too far ahead and you end up losing money because you're not prepared. What was it like setting up your business? 
the setup part is the fun part for me. Like, <laughs> I love it. It makes me feel successful because I'm making progress and checking off my to-do list without actually being in the arena and facing rejection mm. or judgment yet. So I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> with my first business, I was creating my product, coming up with the business plan, figuring out the name, designing the logo, building the website, setting up the business bank account and credit card, filing for the LLC. And all those things take time and creative energy, like mm -hmm. setting up and thinking through what your pricing strategy is, like who your audience is going to be, what's your distribution going to be, how are you going to get clients? There's a lot of creative time and energy. It comes just to thinking through the strategy. And, you know, with setup, the trap I was falling into was putting off starting the business because of my perfectionism and wanting everything to be just right and believing that I had to be an immediate success, which put a lot of unnecessary pressure on myself. And so with Rotiv, Brian was already doing his freelancing thing and already had customers and he did some setup, but he just jumped into it. <laughs> like, yeah. He just did it and yeah. i was like oh my god yeah. we haven't done like a 60 page powerpoint of our business plan <laughs> like, how can you just go yeah. <laughs> which honestly i think is amazing mm -hmm. <laughs> and truthfully i think it is it's a better way to go like he just figured things out on the way and things change so much you iterate so much what you have planned in the beginning it's usually not what you end up having yeah you find as you go along what the business needs yeah i totally agree with that this always reminds me of the social network and zuckerberg's partner initial partner eduardo saverin where he was very much like, dude, you can't just pull the money out when you want to. We got to start marketing this. We got to start putting ads on Facebook and we got to monetize this thing. Mm -hmm. And Zuckerberg pushed back on that because he was like, we don't even know what this could be yet. Wait for it to develop a bit more. Wait for users to use the product or software more and platform and we'll see where this goes. Like it's way mm -hmm. too early to talk about how we're going to start making money off of this thing. Now, Obviously, this is according to the movie, by the way. <laughs> yes. Disclaimer, <laughs> according to the movie. <laughs> we don't know how that conversation really went down. And also disclaimer, obviously, the social network and Facebook, that's a whole different business than what most people start off with. But the core, the message there that I took away from that is when you are starting your business, usually within the first six months or a year, you really don't know what you have just yet. It's still finding its legs. You're still trying to figure out how you're going to really differentiate yourself. You always go in with an idea, but then the market response might be something different. And so I love that Brian is kind of like me <laughs> and that <laughs> you jump in and you figure it out as you go along. And mm -hmm. what I appreciate with Marcus, even though he had this blueprint, is that he was willing to be agile. He was willing mm -hmm. to be flexible, which is typically not Marcus fashion. He <laughs> is also a perfectionist, even though he doesn't want to be. Marcus knows that quote really well. Perfectionism is the enemy of great. And so he recognizes that you can't be perfect all the time. However, he likes to have things in place. It helps mm -hmm. guide you. So I honestly think that when setting up your business, you should think about what you need to get started and then have a daily plan of attack. But I really think that you have to just see where your business takes you. And that's scary. Why does it take so long to get started? I know a lot of entrepreneurs struggle with that stop, start and go, that 
Yeah, I think it's because there can be so many things. Like, you don't necessarily need all these things, but they help set up your business for success. Mm. So, like, the business plan and strategy. I'm not saying it has to be full-blown, but I at least try to think about, like, how are we going to get sales? Who is our target market? What is our messaging and positioning? What is our pricing? And that doesn't even include picking a name, making sure it isn't taken, filing for the LLC and EIN, designing a basic logo, building a website, writing copy for that website. Then there's like the infrastructure. What software systems are we going to use to run our business? How are we going to accept payments? What are our terms and conditions? Like Mm -hmm. (laughs) setting up a business bank account, getting a credit card, getting business insurance, like the list just goes on and on. And again, you don't necessarily need all those things, but there's some of the things that I like to set up and think through. Even with doing the bare minimum, things just tend to take longer than you expect them to for your business because often you don't have realistic expectations and things just always take longer than Mm -hmm. you realize. I think you're right. And I think we get bogged down by the minutia. And the ironic thing about that is that we're doing all of the backend stuff first. So you actually get overwhelmed about doing the actual business because as you mentioned, the business plan, the bank account, the website, all of that takes time and energy. So you're putting a lot on yourself. And in the beginning, you don't know how to manage your time. So you're slowly chipping away at it. And then before you know it, that business becomes non-existent because it takes a lot of energy to do all of that back-end stuff. And depending on where you are professionally, right? If you are working full-time and launching a business, if you are freelancing or if it's a side hustle, it can be difficult to continue on. And then you straddle that line where you're like, oh my God, I'm doing all of these things for a business that it's it's non-existent at this point, right? Like mm-hmm. I haven't marketed myself. I haven't sold anything and I'm doing all of this work and it can kind of fuck with you a little bit mm-hmm. if you're not careful. It's a weird juxtaposition where you're starting a business, but you don't have a business. <laughs> and yeah. it just is hard to navigate that sometimes. Yeah. With that said, what do you think you actually need to set up? So I think what you really just need is a product, pricing, and a customer. You can literally start with just that and be a sole proprietorship. And that's exactly what Brian did mm-hmm. <laughs> before we became Rotive. And everything else is just an improvement upon the business. All you need is that product, pricing, and customer. Everything else helps, but is not necessarily mm-hmm. needed. A hundred percent. I would only add a website so people can find you. <laughs> but yes, product pricing, customer, boom. And just rip the bandaid off and get going. <laughs> Even now, we have two businesses that are slowly drifting to that LLC Bermuda Triangle that I talked oh, no. about. <laughs> but we have to tell ourselves to rip the bandaid mm-hmm. off and get started. Mm-hmm. The benefit is that we do have a business that is doing well. So there's not like a ton of pressure, like when you're a new entrepreneur and you feel like this is your make it or break it business, <laughs> like mm-hmm. I have to make this work. But there is still anxiousness to start planting seeds for the next venture. And I think that's where we get caught up. Yeah. So I guess to wrap this episode up, what do you need to do to set up your business? I'm going to answer this question a little bit differently and maybe pose it uh, as what do you, what don't you need or what do you not need? And I think that if you can chip away at what you don't need, you would be able to build the courage and confidence needed to set up your business. And so what you don't need is a ton of money, despite what people say. You don't need everything figured out. 
you can build and iterate and change as the business progresses. And you don't even need to adopt this persona that I think a lot of entrepreneurs try to adopt. They try to validate themselves through changing who they are, like outwardly, immediately, like, oh, I'm like, I'm a hustler. I get stuff done. (laughs) There's a personality type that when someone says entrepreneur, you kind of associate that attitude with. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that when you just stay focused and you outline your plan, start there, but you don't need a whole lot. And I think that would be surprising for a lot of people. I'm just a jump in with both feet, get wet, (laughs) know what you need to do, learn from your mistakes and then change up. And I think that's really the key to just moving past that initial fear, past the energy drain of all the setup work. Just stay focused and chip away at it day by day. And you'll be surprised at where you end up six months from now. Yeah, so I think it depends. But I think whatever the bare minimum is that you think you need to start running your business is best. Mm-hmm. Um, it's so easy to get bogged down in setup. So the sooner you start actually selling your product or services, the faster you'll learn and iterate and grow. So whatever that bare minimum is to do that, I think is what you need for setting up your business. That's it for today. As you start building your business, join us in the Entrepreneurs in Progress Supercast community. For only $5 a month, you get to join a community of fellow fans and entrepreneurs to discuss entrepreneurship, as well as have access to Ask Me and Lauren anything behind-the-scenes content, and a shout-out in our future episodes. Once you're in, let us know where you're at in the process and what you want advice on. The link to join our Supercast community is in the show notes. Your support helps ensure that we can keep creating this podcast, whether it's contributing to our Supercast community, joining our LinkedIn group, or even just sharing episodes with your friends and family. Thanks for listening, and until next time.